Did you know there's two types of knee pain that are really common amongst the running community? Now, you may have heard these words before, IT band and patellofemoral tracking issues, also known as runner's knee. So today on this podcast, I want to actually discuss these two common knee injuries because a lot of times we get confused whether it's our IT band or if it's a runner's knee symptom that has flared up and really what to do about it. Hi, I'm Dr. Heather, your virtual sports chiropractor and host of Fix Your Pain Naturally podcast. When the pandemic first hit, I saw a need to really help everyone understand their ailments a little further. So that is how I created the Ask Dr. Heather brand. It's designed around you really figuring out why an injury may have occurred and what you can do at home to fix that ailment. Now for more information regarding how to fix your ailments, you can always check out the YouTube channel where I actually go through some videos, exercises, and corrective techniques that you can do at home. Now let's get started. So like I said, there are two really common injuries among runners known as IT band and patellofemoral tracking issues. Now, I know shin splints is one of the more common issues we have with the lower leg that we did see really when the pandemic kind of first started and everybody did get outside to start to run. Then the next two that we saw that crept in was the knee issues revolving around, is it in my IT band or is it runner's knee known as patellofemoral tracking? So what I want to do is I want to talk about IT band pain first. Now, IT band pain is going to be found on the outside of the knee. So it's very important to distinguish where is the pain being felt. Is it on the outside or is it on the inside? So the IT band pain would be felt on the outside of the knee. And it is known as the iliotibial band, which is a thick band of fascia on the lateral aspect of the knee. That's the outside of the knee extending from the pelvis over the hip, and then all the way down to the knee and just kind of inserting just below the knee right on the fibular head, which is one of the two lower leg bones. We have the tibia and we have the fibula. The band is crucial to stabilizing the knee during running. So allowing for our patella, that's our kneecap, to really feel stable um, as we're running. And this stability for running occurs, you know, more when we're trying trying to have it move behind the femur to the front part of the femur during activity. So, you know, kind of essentially allowing for that IT band to create stability as we're extending and bending the knee. So that extension flexion at the knee. The continual rubbing of the band over the lateral femoral epicondyle. So if we were to look at our femur, that's our thigh bone, you would see two little kind of bony structures on the out, one on the inside, one on the outside. The one on the outside is known as the lateral femoral epicondyle, and that's right where the IT band can potentially be creating some rubbing. Not really so much at its insertion point at the fibular head, but more actually at that epicondyle. Now, this is also, like I said, this is a repetitive action. So, you know, as we're doing, you know, say the flexion extension of the knee during running, where, you know, you might notice if uh, you had a little bit less um, kind of heel kick, um, maybe hiking up the knee of the knee towards the chest. That's usually kind of what is going on here. And the pain is usually felt when the foot strikes the ground. 
Now, that's not to say you're a heel striker, a forefoot striker, a toe striker. You know, essentially, the minute the foot hits the ground, you're going to kind of notice the pain discomfort. The pain um, from that area will become inflamed like any other injury. You know, inflammation will be the body's normal reaction when that injury sets in. And then the pain is usually felt, like I said, when the foot hits the ground. For running specifically... What happens is when we start to kind of have the IT band kind of setting in with pain and discomfort, this is where we're going to notice that neuromuscular change, that gait is going to start to change because of what is happening here. So it's really important to understand the biomechanics of running and how an IT band is going to affect those biomechanics. Now, this is where a lot of people will gravitate towards just simply starting to do some strength training, thinking, okay, well, if I strength train my hip, it's going to help my IT band. Yes and no, because sometimes if we also are a little bit more prone to external rotation at the hips, you're actually going to just be putting some more tension on that IT band thanks to the fact that the TFL, which is the top part of the IT band, so essentially from the pelvis to the actual hip bone, is known as the TFL, which is another bit of connective tissue known as the tensor fascia lata, and then it transitions down into the IT band, which takes it all the way down to the knee. So again, this is something where we want to look at some of the modifications that you might need to be making in order to ensure that the IT band doesn't continue to flare up. Now, that is just a general overview of the anatomy of the IT band and why or how it is going to create pain during that running gait. Now, if we were to look at patellofemoral tracking issues, also known as runner's knee, this one is a problem with the kneecap and the femur. So the kneecap, again, is our patella. The femur is our thigh bone. And the pain may worsen with sitting, excessive use, or climbing or going up and down the stairs. That's usually the, the differential that is um, being used when us, like myself, professionals, will ask, you know, well, are you noticing going upstairs, descending uh, down the stairs, sitting for long periods of time versus, you know, just with the running also, too, runner's knee can sometimes be brought on uh, and even IT band issues as well when we're actually starting to increase our mileage too fast. So it is important to just be mindful of that. Now, what you're going to notice here with the patella femoral, the most common symptom is diffuse vague pain around the kneecap. So it's localized pain focused behind the kneecap. The pain is usually achy and sometimes sharp. And you could also experience the feeling of giving way of the kneecap or the knee, I should say, with this condition. So you want to be very specific here when explaining to the doctor that you're going to work with or that PT when addressing it, really understanding the symptomology behind the difference of what a runner's knee is versus an IT band. Now, when we look at initial treatment with a runner's knee, we will want to look at the rice recipe, you know, the, the rest, the ice, the compression, um, and the elevation. Then we do want to look at going ahead and strengthening our quad muscle, mainly our rectus femoris, but then also to looking at our vastus medialis. That is our VMO. And this is a muscle that I think doesn't get talked about enough with running because a lot of times we start doing a lot more hip abduction, taking the hip away from the body, kind of doing those um, outside kicks, thinking if we strengthen our hip, it's going to help us with our knee. And 
essentially with our run. So it's very important that for runners, we keep a balance of our quad muscle. Our quad is made up of four muscles. We have our vastus medialis, our vastus intermediate, and our vastus lateralis, and then our main muscle, the rectus femoris. So it's very important that we go ahead and really make sure that we are strengthening all of them because a chance, the chances are if you're experiencing runner's knee, you have more of a weakness to your VMO, that vastus medialis oblique muscle. So it's really important here that we do want to go ahead in uh, checking that out. So how do we go about kind of correcting some of these things? Well, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of foam rolling, myofascial work. And if you haven't already grabbed your seven-day access, all access to my myofascial release course, online course, I would highly recommend that you click the link down below in the description and you take full advantage of that seven-day all-access pass where you can really start to understand how to use a foam roller and a massage ball for some of the most common ailments that we see as athletes and as non-athletes when we're starting to exercise again, start to run, cycle, ski, even when we're starting to lift again. Now, first thing is, yeah, you, we want to break down the soft tissue. We want to decrease the inflammation around the area, whether it is the IT band or it is the runner's knee flare-up. The second thing we want to do from there is make sure that we have good mobility. Now, it isn't necessarily mobility around the knee joint we're looking at. We want to look at above and below the segment. In another podcast, I talked about working the entire kinematic chain and how that affects the run performance. So I would highly recommend you take a listen there as well. But what we want to really address now is looking at more balance oriented activity and also doing some very specific hip stretches to make sure that our hip is going ahead and giving us proper mobility during our run game the hip. Chances are our knee is taking more of the load, which is creating the pain and discomfort, which is why, again, we want to look above and below the segment. So by doing some basic, simple stretches, sometimes to the hip, the low back, the pelvis will help in make sure that the knee doesn't get irritated and allows for that symptom of either the IT band or the runner's knee to kind of decrease. Then the next bit will be to look at essentially the foot and ankle and making sure that you have good mobility with dorsiflexion, plantar flexion, inversion, eversion, which are some of the main things that we want to have as runners. Because again, regardless of the type of strike that we have when our foot hits the ground, we need to make sure we have good range of motion in all directions of the foot. And that's something I'll talk about when I'm, we discuss more on chin splints, because that is going to be something you're going to want to have more knowledge on. Now, from there, once we kind of have the decreased pain, we've increased our flexibility, we've increased our mobility, then we can go ahead and start putting in the right strengthening exercises necessary to deal with that ailment. But again, these are the two most common types of knee injuries that we see as runners, both the IT band and the runner's knee. And this just now gives you an overview of what the two are. Now, what I would suggest is head over to the YouTube channel. That's Fix My Pain Naturally, Ask Dr. Heather. And I would check out both how the video on how to fix runner's knee and the video on how to fix my IT band syndrome. Because in those two videos, I'm gonna go step-by-step step through the soft tissue, the corrective exercises, the mobility stuff that you guys can use, and then looking at really how to advance it a lot further by using balanced techniques. 
Now, again, on today's podcast, this was just an overview of two common knee symptoms that you could be experiencing as a runner. But again, you might also experience these if you are a cyclist and if you are someone who does lift heavy weights. If you ever have any questions about any of the topics that we have here on the podcast, drop some comments below. I'm always happy to speak with anyone to try to give them further insight into why something might be going on and where to begin. All right, everyone, this was Dr. Heather, your virtual sports chiropractor and host of Fix Your Pain Naturally podcast. Until next week, I will catch you next weekend right here on the airways.